Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 479 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Ruth. And um, maybe this is not a question per se, but an observation. I asked... Uh, Ruth, who is our total organist student, uh, to write what she has been working on. And she wrote, Our uh, church organist has been in the hospital with a very serious illness. I am an ordained minister with some experience in music. In this geographical area, it is difficult to find substitutes for organ organists. So, for several Sundays now, I have played the piano for the hymn singing and have also led the worship service. For special music, I played the flute, on which I have done a lot of solo work. So far, it is working out fine, but I do not know when the organist will be able to return. For now, I practice music and also prepare the worship service. Preaching is a major part of the service. For me, it takes a huge part of the week to prepare the sermon with an effort to study the biblical text in great detail since those texts form the foundation of the sermon. So my days consist of practicing music and studying for the sermon and service preparation. I ultimately have to write the service for the bulletin. Fortunately, this church has someone to type and copy the bulletin. What are your uh, thoughts, Osha, after hearing this? Wow, I think, you know, she is doing a tremendous job, you know, Ruth, being like, you know, a woman orchestra, basically, you know, conducting all this entire service. People need to just appreciate her so much for what she is doing. Basically, you know, leading all service by herself. Mm-hmm. As a minister and as, you know, a musician. I have never heard about anything like that before. I think it's quite amazing. Mm, yes. Amazing in, in both respects. That a musician can uh, write uh, sermons and deliver, uh, deliver them also. And also that a minister can 
perform music. This is quite extraordinary. But I suspect that we have some of our uh, listeners who are in similar positions too. Maybe not uh, doing this uh, consistently, but have the skills, I think, too. So I thought of including her feedback here on the podcast. Um, and I asked her, actually, I'd like to find uh, uh, now our communication on Basecamp. I asked her um, how long is uh, her, uh, uh, you know, sermon. And she wrote that it's about 15 or 10 minutes. So she has to write it every every week, I think. Yes, for each Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes, she writes, they are usually about 15 minutes. Uh, they have gotten a few minutes shorter since I started there. I noticed that the congregation listens better if the sermons are not too long. And that's, I think, a good way, you know, to to understand that because I have listened to a sermonist that would last for almost like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And where, you know, the priest would start to talk about one thing and then would go and talk basically nonsense. It's not related with the scripture at all. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's probably it's 10 to 15 minutes is the optimum time that that you can still, you know, grab the congregation's attention. It's like a musical piece also. True. If, if it's a long piece, then it's difficult to, to listen to it. Uh, if, if it's a, a number of shorter pieces, it's easier. Yes. But, you know, I sometimes, you know, like, you know, people being Protestants, because usually in those, you know, Reformed churches, um, ceremonies are much better than in Catholic churches. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion from what I have heard, you know. And if she's doing this week after week, year after year, she must have created a large body of work of her sermons. So I asked her, um, what is she doing with the text after the service? You know, are they sitting in the drawer or uh, is she publishing them? She could publish them. She could publish them uh, as a book, self-publish or with, with a publishing house or uh, she could put them online and let... Uh, her ideas spread. That yes. would be, I think, the easiest thing to do. And another thing that you know amazes me how is she able to you know to manage all this thing because I remember used to you know when I did my lecture recital for my doctoral program, um, I played two fantasies by Jan Adam Reinken and also you not know, talked about them. I was doing a comparis- comparative analysis of them. And I talked before one, when I went upstairs you know, to the organ balcony and played it. And then I came downstairs again and talked about another one and then went and played the second one, which is probably the largest, the longest mm-hmm. North German organ fantasy. Well, and you know, the hardest thing for me was you know, to focus because somehow, you know, after reading all the text, it was hard to focus and to perform. So, I really, you know, respect Ruth for doing it. 
when she has to leave the service and know to play. Would it be difficult for you today to do this after all those years? Well, you know, it would still need to you know to take an extra concentration. It's a different skill than yes. than just talking or just performing. You have to combine storytelling and uh, performing, which uh, for some people is a challenge, and uh, and this challenge, of course, might be overcome by developing this skill of storytelling. I just wanted to end this uh, conversation with with an advice for Ruth if she hasn't published her sermons to check out um, Steam platform where we are publishing our work. Uh, they have wonderful community and uh, various interests in that community. You can find uh, people who are interested in religion, for example, in Christianity, and uh, those those. Um, Communities, or uh, are, as they call it, tribes, uh, can be concentrated, and um, and uh, people in that tribe can really support each other, and um, and um, this is a really great work to start your blog today. If I was doing the work from scratch, I would start with Steam, I think. All right, guys, please send us more questions. We love helping you grow. And um, remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes. It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida Santosha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. 
Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-Day Organ Playing Mini Course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.